Hello, welcome to the podcast. Today we're going to talk about uncertainty avoidance. And today we're going to focus on Japan and how it compares to America in this regard. So if you don't know a lot about Japan, let's dive in a little bit. So Japan is very, uh, very high on uncertainty avoidance. And what, what is uncertainty avoidance when we talk about it? Uncertainty avoidance is, do countries take risks? Is it worth the reward? Basically, when you think of uncertainty avoidance, you think of uh, taking a risk on something, uh, doing business with something that you might not understand. So, for example, in America, when you're doing business, and you might not know something about a business, you might not know something about a situation, but you think that the reward could be worth it. Honestly, a lot of times that, that happens in business in this country. People will take the risk to try to get the great reward because it might pay off in the end. And sometimes you just need that one thing to happen to change everything. Well, the Japanese are a little bit different when it comes to that. They will not take the risks. If it's something that they are unsure of, something they don't understand, they will not get involved. It's kind of like taking your car to a mechanic and then asking the mechanic, what is the best video game out in the market right now? Do you have any type of um, advice on video game systems and which video game I should get. They're going to look at you like you're crazy because they don't know anything about video games. For that, that's a crazy example, I know, but that's an example of uncertainty avoidance. A mechanic is not going to sell video games, not going to try to get into that type of market because they don't know enough about that market. So Japanese culture is a lot different than America. That's not a secret. Um... You know, the Japanese are very, um, very proud. Uh, you know, we go back to talking about the power distance, which we talked about last week. That's very big in Japan. Um, they're very big on order. They're very big on uh, following suit. They're very big on, uh, such as India in our example last week, they're very big on... Um, Authority. America is a little bit different in that sense. America is more about the individual and trying to find ways to do things. Japan wants to follow orders, wants to do things how they've always been done. So uncertainty avoidance when it comes to Japan. <clears throat> so if you're wondering what uncertainty avoidance is, like, like we've said earlier, it's, it has to do with the way that a society deals with the fact that a future could not be known. You can't control the future. You just let it happen. It's, I, it's ambiguity. Ambi ambiguity brings in anxiety. And that's big in Japan. Uh, the extent to which the members of a culture feel threatened by ambiguous or unknown situations and have created beliefs and institutions that try to avoid these is reflected in the score on uncertainty avoidance. And with Japan, that's, that's, that's a big one. 
Japan's score actually, uh, according to Hofstede, is at 92, is their score on the uncertainty avoidance scale, which is, if not the most, one of the most uncertainty avoiding countries in the planet. Now, why is that? Why is this so? Well, it is really attributed to the fact that Japan is constantly threatened by natural disasters. There's earthquakes, there's tsunamis. Um, people don't even think about it, but they even have volcano eruptions. That's something that's, that's true. So there's a lot of uncertainty there. Uh, climate, that's a big one. So this goes not only for emergency plan and precautions for sudden natural disasters, but also for every other aspect of their society. So what does that mean? You could say that in Japan, uh, anything you do is prescribed for maximum predictability. They are very predictable. They want to be very sure of everything. Uh, they have a lot of rituals, and they have a lot of ceremonies. That I guess the big word there when you when you think of all that would be tradition. They have a lot of tradition in Japan. And when, I, when you think about their tradition, think about like weddings or funerals and even the, the clothes that they wear at these things. Um, they're actually, if you, if you look online or read anything about Japan, they, they even have etiquette books on how they do these things. Um, everything is without precedence. They are reluctant to do things without precedence. So what does that mean? That's... They don't like to. They don't like to go the path that hasn't been followed. And even in corporate Japan, a lot of time and effort is put into feasibility studies, and all the risk factors must be worked out, even before a project can start. Just completely opposite of American society. American society is eh, let's give it a shot. Let's try. Let's see what happens. That's. Um, that's the American spirit, the American way. If it doesn't work out, well, we tried. We sure did. The high need for uncertainty avoidance is one of the reasons why changes are so hard to make in Japan. Um, you know, if you look back at the history of Japan, sure, things have happened, but there's a lot of, a lot of traditions that have still... Uh, that are still in place from from way back in the day. Japan is very big on being linked to its to its past, so it's it's not going to take all of these new ways. And th this is how it correlates with the with the risk with the uncertainty avoidance. Basically, you can count on it. If they're uncertain about it, if they don't understand it, it's not going to happen in Japan. So when you think about Japan and, and being um, individual or collective, as we also talked about last week, uh, you know, individualist societies uh, are supposed to look after themselves and their family. Japan shows many of the characteristics of a co collectivistic society because they all do the same thing 
Maybe not together, but they're doing the same thing because they're all about that past. They're all about their, their tradition. Now in America, you see a lot more individualism because people are more, not only are they just more about themselves, they're more about what can I do to better myself? What can I do to help what I'm doing? In Japanese, uh, they're more, we're all going to do the same thing. We're all in this together. So they're more collective. So to sum it up, Japan, very high, very high on the uncertainty avoidance. Um, and that's why you'll also see it. One of the, one of the words you think of, think about when you, when you think about Japan is maybe even strict could be, could be a word to describe them. America is a lot more open, a, a more understanding and the Japanese are not. So with the uncertainty avoidance, they are going to avoid it. There's no doubt about it. They might be the highest on earth. Americans, they will uh, be more open, be more um, uh, understanding, I guess, if you will. And Japanese will not. So this is, it's interesting when you, th when you look at it on how these places do business together because at some point there's a very good chance that you will do business with someone overseas and if you do business with somebody over, um, for example, in Japan, you have to understand these things to make it successful. They're not going to take risks. They're not going to go out and um, do business with things they don't understand and they're uncertain about. So that's why uh, learning about this is so huge because it can only help you down the road. I'm Brandon Eldridge, and I approve this message. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope you have a great day. Go out there, live, love, make some memories.